Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. Sunday fun day. Yeah, stuck inside because it's cold outside. For both of us, for once, you're finally in the Northeast in the winter. In a snow, I mean, I get such a little (laughs) adrenaline rush from a snowstorm and baby, it's cold outside and we're looking (laughs) at like six inches with like a few more hours to go. So it's already been a pain in the ass, but it's super fun it's an excuse not to do anything (laughs) straight up and i could like i got all stoked and did like 18 million errands yesterday to be prepped yeah and i was like i'm gonna build that dresser that i got no oh no i'm not i'm not okay good i was gonna say i'm gonna watch tv all day and text you (laughs) yeah you did enough yesterday so yeah we've already popped the champagne and we're one and a half (laughs) mimosas in so Sunday fun day. I had my bagel, but I put my Benacol, or I always say Benacol because that's what it initially was. We just used to do the commercials. Oh, okay. Because that sounds um, so medical. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, that's... Like, it was for old people to have, like, butter with their toes. And when but... did it kick off? Like, late 90s? Probably. I'd that feels to... very, like, late 90s medicinal. But, like... But it now it's... commercial. Now it's what? It, it's just a healthier butter alternative. Yeah, no, and they also had like Benacol chews. Like I remember. <laughs> Wait, what is this thing? I thought it was just the like not margarine butter type stuff. No, it was basically like a cross between food and anti-medicine. Like <laughs> yeah, no, Benacol proven to lower cholesterol. This is the butter butter this is the oats fruit and oat bars oh i don't know if they're still i don't know if they're still a company because it looks like these are more like articles featuring it so then what is the product that you currently have in your home i think it's called smart balance or something oh okay which is not that but it's like very similar logo so like it just in my brain, I think, and it's like similar. Oh, it might not be related at all. It's just your brain doing this. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's <laughs> why my brain, branded. my my brand, brain always goes to Benacol because it was like such a moment in culture for me and my family. <laughs> Regis, because you're and Regis, obviously. Yeah, because Regis is your like I don't proverbial grandparent. <laughs> yeah, in your family for sure. R.I.P. With much respect. Yeah, we had our moment together, so <laughs> that's all the girl needed. Um, but yeah, what's going on? What's going on in the news? Um, well, we could do like some follow ups. I'm trying to kind of see where it's best okay. to start with. Should last... we follow up with Randy's text? Oh yeah, if you want to pop that sucker in, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no, because we were talking at the end of last week's about the wedding. Yeah. Stuff, and so we got our text message from. Mom. Thanks, Mom. Appreciate it, Savage. (laughs) Randy Savage. Um, She said, Casey is wrong about the plus one. Only a plus one if you're engaged or living with someone. So this has always been the way. It's always been the way. Yeah. Then how do those, like, 
just disasters end up at the wedding you know like I'm because I feel like there's always somebody's like who is this chick and then it's like oh they've been dating for like well maybe some like, people do just give the plus yeah. ones to anyone because they I don't know but yeah I feel like that's more like and, I've never really you know, been to a venue. wedding like that I feel like it's more like movies yeah but I mean, also that's, then that's I think about movies yeah. the singles table where it's like everyone who is single is sitting at one table and like oh yeah oh no there's that movie also with um Anna Kendrick right and well I think she did one but then there's also a Jack Quaid and our girl from a uh, Pen Fifteen Club where they like, oh you're it. right yeah. table okay so table nineteen is what I'm thinking of and then I don't remember what I'm thinking of but it's not but. wedding date. Which wedding date? It's like a sleeper Jack. goddamn hit with Wade. our with one of our least favorites um, from Will and Grace. Plus Dur- one is what yours is. Okay, mine's plus one. So because that's that's the opposite. One. You have to bring a plus one, whereas singles. <laughs> right, those are don't. basically our two sto- our two arguments right there. There you go. Yeah, don't Full put circle. Me the singles table. Okay. <laughs> But we'll move on from this one. <laughs> Those were no, I meant more. So, and and thank you, Randy, for the um, etiquette um, explanation. Update. Yeah, appreciate it, Martha Stewart. But what else of Long Island. did you mean? Um. So, like we talked, we mentioned how the Epstein files are going to get released. Oh, right. And then I don't. Did it happen yet? Because I don't think. Or did we mention how Jimmy, how Aaron Rodgers was saying? that Jimmy Kimmel's name was going to be in that paperwork and released. And then Kimmel is coming after Rogers, which is going to be very, very fun to watch because Aaron Rodgers has no idea. But like rightfully so. Why would, and then like, why would Aaron Rodgers just say something like that? And like, I love the, I just like the level of arrogance of Aaron Rodgers because like, yeah, I, I, well, I guess you have to talk to somebody who's more inside NFL because from my understanding, like, his reputation is shot to hell. Like, he's kind of a giant joke everywhere, or is that just our opinion? Um, I think that's more our opinion, oh, because I, th- <laughs> I think I thought the same, and then I'm pretty sure Charlie confirmed he's won two Super Bowls, but let me confirm Yeah, no, that, that I get. Like, no. He, oh, 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 oh. Like, But, I mean, that's a big deal to win even one. But I'm wondering you know if I mean? the NFL community is also like, oh, this is what he's now done to his legacy. With the eye, yeah. I mean, I think, and the or maybe he's only won one. He's considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, he's won one. Okay, but anyway, yeah, obviously, and he is intelligent at least when it comes to celebrity jeopardy. (laughs) Yeah, he did win that. But But, no, I mean, he's also. I feel like this is crazy person himself (laughs) even further because yeah, yeah. I mean, there was the note, you know. Yeah, there's a lot to him. The fact that he doesn't talk to his family is concerning. We don't really know. We kind of, you know, there's three sides to that story. The fact that he's a non-vaxxer, the fact that he has been with all these significantly younger women and then doesn't get married. Like, there's definitely something troublesome, if not several things troublesome. Or, like, leaves those conversations on to be more committed and then dumps them and, like, leaves them totally Right, like, he's probably just, like, you know, the epitome of a fuck boy. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, so <laughs> I think we've got the definition that anyway. <laughs> so the Epstein files were released and we knew everything that was released. That was really right. kind of the big disappointment. There was new name no new names. People were like, 
making a really big deal out of Stephen Hawking, but we already knew Stephen Hawking had been on the flight list and had gone there and there was no sexual accusations with him at all. It was yeah, like, but the memes have been great. Yeah, they really have. And the thing is, Stephen Hawking had a great sense of humor. So, like, he would have been on board with it. I'm, I'm going to speak for him. <laughs> yeah, as his PR person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the there were still a bunch of names that said redacted. So, I think that's more of, like, if those names weren't redacted, we would have probably seen at least one president, maybe two. Um, and who knows who else, but, but I, like, but like but no one's getting that, charged with anything. Right. But, like, did, but I did see the latest that your boy, Andrew is getting kicked out. So that's so. what I was going to bring up as oh, like, okay. the newer information as like, this is so fun. Cause like, I, I thought of you immediately when I saw that. Yeah. Cause King Charles is like, get this MF or out of here. Cause tr- like, um, famously Andrew was the queen's was the favorite. favorite. And and now that Charles has been king and he's already like seventy five, he's not that old, but he's at least seventy three, I think. Um, yeah, so he is then also rightfully and appropriately trying to evict. Rumors are that he's going to be actively evicting and not Why allowing he? Andrew to. He shouldn't. Yeah, to have any sort of attachment to the crown, like that means yeah. going to be you know. Um, he was already ripped of like multiple military titles, right? title, yeah. yeah, and like military things that he did. But now it's like he probably won't even be allowed in military dress, like where he still was. You know, like Harry's not allowed in military dress and stuff, right? So yeah, no, he's trying to get him the f out, and apparently he's really digging in his heels, and he's like, "This is not going to be happening. There's no way." And he's beside himself, and he's locked himself up, and. <laughs> And very dramatic print. So maybe Fergie won't be staying for much longer after all. I mean, I think it still is to touch that close to that level of, I think, I think this is like, she's going to go down with the ship and she's, because they're still, they, at the end of the day, he still has many, many well-connected, well, you, you know, he's still a yeah. family member. No, like, of course. But well, he can go to other parts of Europe and be. I mean, that's yeah. What no, really... I'm not feeling bad for the man. He's escaping jail time for many crimes he committed. So yeah, but that's just exciting. That <laughs> well, but this will be very fun to watch him get evicted and shamed and yeah, because everybody knows that he did it. So imagine. But that's what I mean. Like, so if we already knew he was on the list, why did then this like put? prince or um, king charles over the edge you know what i mean well everything that was coming out before was under the queen so she made right. the decisions to kind of jv you're right, you're right, you're right. this is his first time and now it's that happening while he's in range getting yeah. kicked back up yeah and no, that able sense. to go through like the you know he did the interview that's not going to happen again and stuff like that. So, but the public, the British public already is disgusted by him and doesn't believe him. So imagine right. being Prince Andrew and now you have no security in anything and you try and walk your dogs and it's like, everybody's yelling pedo at you. I, I mean, don't think I would still be Prince Andrew if I did the things he did. I think I would have, I don't know, definitely seek some kind of uh, redemption a lot earlier. Like, I don't know how you live with yourself or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also imagine being a child 
of the queen. No, of, of course. I mean, the ups England. and downs of that man's life. Yeah, I can only imagine. But like, I mean, I don't. Yeah, we don't even understand the level of life that he's had exposure to and experience with, and like the things he's, he's had access to. Oh my god. Yeah, no, you're it's so right. Nuts. It's so crazy that family. Okay. Uh. Speaking speaking of crazy families, I did want to mention this because I know it's more of a Michelle story. Um, but I'm sure you saw earlier in the week that another one of Nick Carter's siblings passed away. Yeah, I mean, it looks Bobby Jean. Have, she... We haven't gotten confirmation, but it looks very similar to Angel's overdose. I think um allegedly yeah I mean basically it was basic yeah no I think it was found in the unresponsive in the bathroom right yeah she was on probation for drug-related charges yeah she's also struggled but they said no narcotics were found at the scene no foul no foul play is suspected but just because they weren't found at the scene doesn't mean they weren't like in her system who knows as we've learned as we've learned but yeah wow so if, I'm trying to figure out like how many siblings are left. Is there only <laughs> one, or is Nick? Is that four? And no, there's five. Or no, uh, Angel. There are Nick's five total. Friend. Okay, so it's just Nick, and then and then who else? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I okay. mean, it's all they're all girls, obviously, um, that are left. So well, just but one. I remember there was like, hold on, let me see. Nick it would just Carter. be one sister of that siblings oh it comes up immediately nick carter siblings that have passed away (laughs) that's pretty terrible yeah um my internet has just got really slow for some reason really cool but no unfortunately you know nick has passed no aaron has passed sorry oh my god (laughs) yeah (laughs) we literally just said nick and then yeah so bobby jean aaron and oh, my computer keeps freezing. It's, Do you mind Angel. Looking at it? it's Angel who died. Oh, right. So then there's one left. I'm not sure what her name is. But yeah, I mean, it's terrible. And like, I'm pretty sure the mother is still alive. I think I just saw something about her doing a eulogy at the wedding. I mean, at the wedding, God forbid. <laughs> you call that the wedding. Uh, at the funeral. But like, yeah. The fact that you had five kids and only two are left is pretty awful oh okay no i'm reading i'm getting six all together who's kate and brent so oh no kate okay Wait, what? There's, there's kate and brent carter who's 18 things you don't know about nick and aaron's brother kaden literally never heard of kaden wait, wait, wait i've never heard of that either <laughs> hold on this doesn't seem right are they are those, like, people that the parent, like, half-siblings that the parents had later? I mean, right? Because they got divorced. Okay. Okay. So, like, I'm talking about the ones that were in that show. Oh, yeah, but I never watched that show, so I have no idea who was a part of the show. It's really not, um, it's not being cool at all. Uh, the internet is, like, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's so frustrating. No, anyway. It's not all just right. in terms of that, but, no, it just says siblings, Aaron, Leslie. So, that's going to be. But it says Aaron. Yeah. So I guess. Kaden, oh, okay. So Leslie's the other one. Yeah. And then Bobby Jean. Wait, 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 wait. What? Leslie did pass away in 2012. And Angel Carter, Aaron's sister, 
died last year. So Leslie, Angel, Bobby Jean. No, wait. Oh, my and God. And Aaron have all passed away. No, dude. I think Angel's still alive. <laughs> She's the only one alive. Yeah, we made that up. Oh, I made that brother. up. Sorry. Okay, so Angel's the only one. Angel's alive. Leslie passed, and we were thinking that was... Yeah, so Leslie, Bobby Jean. I feel so bad that we got this all wrong. I'm so sorry. But at the same time, it's just like... And then there's a Tyler Johnson, who then got to be their half-sibling with on their mom's side. And then there's Caden Brent Carter, who's then got to be a half-sibling on their dad's side, right? Like, I believe the dad passed of some kind of cancer a while back. But Caden's but 18. Such a, yeah, it's so. terrible. The whole family, it's... Kaden, tragedy after tragedy. Kaden also looks like Matt Lawrence a lot. So who <laughs> who, who knows? Matt, maybe Matt Lawrence is his father. Too funny. Um, yeah. Also, speaking of deaths, not to make it too sad of a of a pod, but the actor Christian Oliver and his two daughters passed away oh, in bro. a plane crash. Uh, but he was he was the pilot, correct? No, no, they were. Oh, I thought he plane. was the pilot. No, they were just on the plane. It was just a small plane. They were on the Caribbean. Ay, ay, ay. So they were just like it was a small like between island plane, and they were. He might have been. But I mean, you know. So, but I don't believe. I think there was a pilot, and then him and his daughters, and their their mother was not on the plane. So, wow. So I don't know what that face is for. Are you reading something else? Well, no, because sorry, I'm reading like this article about the death, and apparently his wife Jessica Klepser is the co-founder of this Pilates company, Wanda Bar Pilates, which I've gone to, and apparently she posted on her like business account. Um, yeah, she made a public about statement. the passing. Yeah, yeah. about the, the the passing and stuff. Um, so just like a weird connection, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's like that. His wife also is the owner of Wonderbar Pilates, which I've gone to. Um, no, it's terrible though. I can't even imagine losing your husband and your kids. And he's been in a lot of big things, but I could not have told you. Yeah, I mean, I immediately, the only thing that came to my mind was um, Babysitter's Club. He plays, like, Luca, I think is his name, was, like, the main love interest um, in the episode, in the movie. And that um, came out in, <laughs> like, how old Probably, like, 97, maybe? So good for him. I mean, he was working for a long time. But yeah, absolutely awful. And it, even more disgusting was like the fact that every outlet was sharing the video. Oh, really? I didn't see that. But yeah, it was. 95, the movie came out. Yep. It was like, it, it was like, watch this. Pl-. And it, it was just like, no. That was like what happened with um, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. No, I mean. Which was. Ugh. It happens every single. Yeah. It's like, we don't want to see this. No. Please. And if that's just on the news, like imagine what to on tiktok so like it's over no but that's yeah. terrifying um but we also uh oh he was in say by the bell the new class 
He played one of the characters. Yeah, he was also in like Marvel or some shit. Like he's been in a lot of things. Valkyrie or Valkyrie. Valkyrie with yeah. Cruise. Yeah, it's the attempted assassination of Hitler. Operation Valkyrie. Yeah, Indiana Jones. Oh wait, no, voice actor. Never mind. Hunters. Anyway. But you want to be a voice actor? That's fine. Um. What did? What were you gonna say? Sorry. Um, well, you also shared after last week's episode that two of our favorites came out as a couple. Well, actually, we don't know one of them. We're just rooting <laughs> for one of them on Traders because the Lost Culturistas love them. But Parvati from Survivor, who's apparently, like, absolutely badass. And, and will be on Traders. Yeah. And so we're so excited, which should be premiering next week. The yep. trailer is dope. Um, and May Martin... One of our favorite comics came out as a couple, and so that's like also it's also not like yeah we're because May Martin's kind Parvati I guess is based in L A. I'm assuming yeah I yeah, think Parvati also I mean I feel like I remember either Last Culture or Evan Ross Katz someone mentioning that like she's trying to pursue like acting. Oh, so because she was in. They're in that opening scene of White Lotus. Yeah, but, that's, but they're they were cast on that because they're no, I know, White but White. I remember hearing after the fact like that that got like her, you know, she would have gotten her sad card from it. Yeah, good call. And I mean, they were good in it too. It wasn't like no, exactly. It wasn't like who are these dumb yeah, reality like was... stars trying to be, you know, in yeah. this TV show. No, it was fantastic casting. Yeah, I honestly, I haven't seen much of Mae Martin's comedy. Um, I don't, because like, I, I feel like I confuse her with a few other people, or, or, or is, do they, does she go by they? They go by they. Okay. Um, they go by they. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not as familiar with their comedy, but if you like them, then I'm sure I would too. Oh, they were on last season of Taskmaster, and they were absolutely entertaining as all mm. get out, and so fun. Uh, very, very attracted to them. It makes me question <laughs> a lot of things. Interesting that you confuse them, and then also I've listened to their new podcast with Fortune Feimster and Tignataro. A kind, a oh, woman. handsome or whatever, yeah, handsome. Um and. Um, you know, I I might pick it back up again. It's not like I don't think I would really be really like recommending it unless you like all, all three of them. It's something to check out. The only one I like is Fortune Tig. I feel like I like bits of Tig, and then overall, it's too much. <laughs> Which is like the opposite of Tig. Like if you couldn't describe Tig in one word, it would be underwhelming. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. It's like too slow for me. Yeah, that's the Mississippi. I like energy, obviously. Yeah, but that's just too slow. I mean, I enjoy the hell out of her. Um, and yeah, so I this yeah, this is very interesting. But lesbians love to move fast. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But we wish them well. Yeah, because May is also like I mean they work a lot in LA, but they also are based out of the UK too. So. Yeah, they are Canadian. Right. So they get their pick of the litter. and But they also, like, all of their shows at Largo are with 
um, Brett Goldstein. Like, they're very, very good friends and mm. very strong, like, comedy partners. We like that. Yeah. So, if Brett Goldstein is over here showing up at every May Martin show, then... Yeah, no, exactly. That's why I'm sure I would enjoy. Yeah, and then um, we also have been chatting about... Kathy Griffin's breakup we like we did bring it up last week but there's more but like there is there isn't more (laughs) yeah because the more well yeah there's more it's a hard rumor though it's a hard rumor it's not it did it I don't I don't think it necessarily even came from Kathy's people I think it was like a source close to Kathy said quote unquote I'm actually not quoting it's a paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me but he, Kathy's soon-to-be ex has kind of taken a back seat in life and, like, wants to be at home more and is turned into a more of a homebody. And Kathy, at the age of 60, feels like she's 30 and wants to be out in the world exploring and, like, ex- and, like lapping it up. And it's like, no, okay, 30-year-olds are also exhausted, so, like, don't even put that on us. Yeah. <laughs> and... But yeah, you. I think you have some other talking points with it, like maybe who she reached out to, and well, yeah. Also, I mean, she initially posted, and like when it when we also got in TMZ reported the the divorce was filed. But in addition, she posted like, "Well, this sucks," implying like you know it was true, and then she posted that she reached out to Jane Fonda to get some advice and she brought her she said come on over and she but also she told jane i can't eat i can't sleep i'm absolutely heartbroken and jane said griffin come on over i'm gonna make something for yeah, you yeah it's just very like <sighs> but it's like if you're this oh and they also only separated on like december 22nd i think was like separation date and then she filed like you know shortly is it even in the new year it was before the new year it was before the new year because the last time we talked yeah was before the new year so in between like a week like what there it just something's not adding up yeah like it just seems like something really de- you would have had to discover something really devastating or had really devastating talks around that time i guess to like make that conclusion but we're also just not understanding like why can't you also live your if you're this devastated by it and it like it feels like you don't want to break up then okay be compromised and hang out at home a little bit long more like i don't know or (laughs) your life your home is nice and big it's not like you live in a yeah why can't you (laughs) live separately but together like if he doesn't want to follow you on tour you can still go on tour and then but also touring. Yeah, is, like I, we need to know a lot more. But her, something's she can not do weekends. Have her pick the litter for everything that she needs to do. But I'm also not here for like woe is me, and I'm reaching out to all my celebrity friends who are taking care of me because because who didn't she post another one? I think they ended up like having like a you know there was definitely but some someone time. else besides Jane Fonda. I want to say, like, there was, like, a girls' night at Fonda's house. Like, multiple oh. women, like, came to, you know, just kind of rally around her. And she's like, I'm with my girls. And it was like, yes, but this also, yeah, you can make the decision to be sad and devastated. But it also seems so hurried along. 
it's yeah. so shocking like the rug got pulled out from under her where you would it, if you're actively making this decision you would feel more optimistic about the step you'd be like you know it's kind of run its course he no, wants you're to right. do his thing I don't want that anymore like we're just different people and it's really sad but we've gone our separate ways but I'm also throwing stones at I have I mean it's not a I mean we but we also don't but... know the whole story so yeah that could just be the cover is oh he wants to be a homebody but also he could have secretly been stealing or cheating or that's what we're gay kind of or waiting for yeah, because it just, this doesn't seem to make any sense, but. Yeah. No. Nope. Um, hey, hey, hey. Oh, it's a plow. It's a plow. Sorry. Gordo's first plow. Gordo, you're fine. Sorry, bro. Yeah, what's going on in your world? Um, I think I had, I brought up all my stories, so. Okay. Um, Did you have anything else on your end? No, the only other thing that I thought was kind of funny that that happened this week um, that I texted you and Dennis about. um, Shout out, Dennis. um, Have fun in Vegas. And was the the Jim Carrey had his 62nd birthday, which was like shocking to like read that number. It hurt, honestly. But he also has like Jesus hair now. And that's and it's but it's also gorgeously dyed. Like, he clearly goes yeah. to a salon and, like, gets it blown out. And, like, he looks like – I'm going to confuse both of them. But, like, I think is it Josh Sharp who has the longer hair versus Aaron Jackson? Or is it Aaron, ja- Aaron Jackson oh, has the hair? I always – yeah. Yeah. You know I I'm forget, Josh, too. Yeah, the common yeah, yeah, duo. Yeah. Aaron, <laughs> listeners to the pod, Josh Sharp and Aaron Jackson. <laughs> who um, we can't identify, but we know we're funny. <laughs> yeah, we know that they're uh, – we can't separate them, but they're two gay white guys that we follow not very closely. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it's funny to see <laughs> a grown man. Like at the age of sixty two with like perfect. Oh brown. yeah, especially the dying. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Um, but there was like Jimmy Kimmel and Bill Burr and Seth Green. Um and Jeff Ross. Yeah, Jeff Ross. <laughs> Where isn't Jeff Ross? That was also I know. my other like that was my thought process because we know I saw him. Like I think he I've seen I feel like I've seen him. him. I think he literally just never sleeps. Like he's he, always somewhere. He's everywhere that nobody expected him to ever be at all times. Yeah. Driving no, around with John Mayer to re- <laughs> remember Bob Saget and like learning that he's like Bob Saget's best friend and like. Well, he's also just such a mensch that I think like especially in fingers that- crossed he still is. I feel like all these long term friendships have ma- have really shown he is, but there no, were, that's what I mean. So there like, there were scary rumors about of just. You know, yeah, having a fondness towards women under eighteen for a long time. Oh, so, really? Yeah, during yeah, definitely when all of that was getting kicked the off. The Me Too stuff. Yeah, but Jeff mm. Ross even kind of like past that when it was more focused on like who has this repetitive in predatory the com- lifestyle, especially in the comedy business. And there was a cup, at least one I know, published a story about how when she was like 15 she was like approached by Jeff Ross and was like it was around the same time that there was a conversation about Horatio Sands bringing his underage girlfriend around SNL so she was like I was around all these famous people and nobody was asking questions and like I'm only 16 you know yeah but you also you saw Jeff where I remember that 
Um, well, I definitely once saw him walking in New York City, but when Adam and I went to Clusterfest in San Francisco and we were perusing the office um, when they like recreated the set of the office, um, we were like walking through it and we were like walking through it next to yeah. Jeff Ross and his like girlfriend. <laughs> it was like so funny because they were taking photos. Yeah. They're having like, their own ah, fun time. Stars just like us. They want to take photos in the office too. <laughs> Because he's never been in one. Uh, but no, I think he, like, well. Yeah, no, it's it's more, yeah. I mean, obviously, if that comes out and is confirmed with more people, then. But there hasn't been, so I feel like yeah. it was. and it was. But like I a, feel like because different... he is, like, a decent human, and, like, I know he's very big on helping newer comics, like, you know, get exposure. Because um, I know he produces. Uh, Nicole Byers podcast. Oh, cool. Oh, no, no, no. That's a different Jeff Ross, dude. There's a producer who's long time. That's Conan O'Brien's producer, Jeff Ross. Uh, They're two separate people. Okay. Yeah, because Nicole's under Conan O'Brien's podcast. You're right. Network. You're right. You're right. You're yeah, right. and okay. so his longtime producer has also been Jeffrey Ross. And you'll 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 recognize him if I if I showed you a pic because he's been on camera for so many years on Conan. Right. And Conan right. would be like. Oh, and there's the producer, like, telling me no. And then they would go to right, Jeff right, Ross. Right. And he does not look anything like Jeff, Jeff Ross. Ross. So, yeah. Because that's Jewish, even though that's not even Jeff, Jeff Ross's real name, but a Jewy name anyway. Yeah. For sure. Um, but, yeah, no. And then they, I think what you haven't mentioned still about that photo. Oh, my God. What happened? About that other guy, right? That they're mislabeling. Oh, they just kept mis. They just kept labeling this guy who was also bald but very much taller than Bill Burr, who was like spending most of his time. Like it was all coming out of the restaurant where the only pics that they were getting of people. Oh, Dustin Hoffman was also there, and I was like, "That's a fun random name." Like, yeah. Um, and uh, I think those were the kind of the biggest names. <laughs> they were dragging Bill Burr though, so yeah, they. It was so strange because yeah, they had this bald guy. And they were like, and Jim Carrey's talking to Bill Burr. And it's very clearly not Bill Burr. But then also four photos later, they have Bill Burr coming out in like a, a skull cap type hat thing. And the in the Daily Mail, because it is classically Daily Mail, just dragging him being like, Bill Burr looking like he's fresh out of prison. <laughs> they just want to nail Bill Burr as much as they can yeah it was so strange I was like first you mislabeled him and then you acknowledge that he's there you're yeah. like I'm not even his publicist and I want to like redeem him yeah <laughs> what other like seats were at that table too or who else was invited but that's a great you know Kimmel and Burr and so I was so excited to see a lot of belly laughs yeah. yeah and Seth Green still looks great he just looks like older Seth Green so it's like it's very jarring, but yeah, he's still, ugh, what a little cutie. But yeah, just so funny. Such a weird little crew. Yeah. yeah. We love weird crews. Into it. Was there anybody, there were some other like weird crews that I feel like you sent me this week, but I, I can't think of them because now we're on number two mimosa and. <laughs> Whatever. It is going um, up the what, should we go to what we're watching? Yeah, with? for sure. I think the thing we got to start with is the insanity that is real housewives of salt lake city we have the finale this week and i would say up until this episode it, i didn't been really some, know there's some peaks but mostly valleys 
But also, not even that, more just like who I was trusting and what I was believing and all of that was like ripped from under me. Yeah. (laughs) Because we basically find out that Monica, the newbie in town, who we formerly were known as a f- ex-friend slash assistant of Jen Shaw, the woman that went to jail. Yeah. And that she uh, had divorced her husband after cheating on him with her brother-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I guess we probably should have been, like, based off of her background, we shouldn't trust her. So, I mean, also, she has the crazy mother. Who, no, like, like, the flags were definitely up and always up initially. And then we see and her the crazy, story. Right. Then we see about her mom and how her mom's abusive. And and we see how volatile makes, her reactions can be. And we we're like, oh, that's not good. But everything else seemed very genuine of her. Right. But it's her being really good at, I mean, it's, it's LD 2.0. So she's learned from LD's mistakes. Well, I also wouldn't she, even take it that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stop. But I mean, it is a little bit of like, you know, psychopathic vibes in that she, we find out basically that this woman who's infiltrated this group of friends has also been running a, or been part of a Instagram handle called Re- Reality Von Tees, which has been an Instagram handle that has been taking shots at all of the housewives on Salt Lake City. Primarily started for Jen Shaw, but then they started to, you know. And by shots, she means like rumors and or information about their personal lives that was supplied through overhearing it from Jen Shaw and like taking all of the you know crazy shit that was she was saying about her friends and then like posting recording it yeah or like recording stuff to incriminate her yeah so initially was because they were angry former or current employees of Jen Shaw and and she can't keep her mouth shut so they have all this dirt on her and her abusiveness as an employer and like human being in general. But then if she's then turning around and saying all this shit about Heather or Meredith and their personal lives, then that was also getting posted on the account. Right. And it was, but the way we find this out is basically they're on, you know, it's the last day in Bermuda. Heather gets a call early in the morning from a friend or from a, Someone who gets really information. An, another employee. Because this is like leads to Tanisha. Right. Her hairstylist. Yeah. Who she still apparently had employed. I mean, exactly. she was there at the. Like, she was there on the island. She was? Doing their hair. Yeah. I don't remember that. But okay. I think they cut to videos of like them back in Salt. Oh, right? maybe it was. Okay. Yeah. I don't think she traveled, had traveled. I, I do kind of want to watch the episode again. Um, oh, yeah, feel free. Because I think yeah. they would have had her come out, be like, Tanisha, we're making you up. <laughs> You're coming well, out. Well, I think at that point, they, I mean, once, well, so yeah, basically Heather does that. She finds out information. We don't even know what it is yet. The whole, they have a whole day where they go into the s- shops and they go on the scooters She's holding into this information. She convinces her. She convinces. Uh, I mean, clearly now looking back on it. She I, don't, didn't bring, I don't think she got the information until they're back. And they're like getting ready for dinner. No. 
Because okay. basically, yeah, I've already like seen people post about this. Okay. Like the whole Heather asking Monica to, she was like, "Oh, I forgot my car. Do you mind buying the, my perfume for me?" It was so that she would buy it because she was like pissed at her because she knew she was behind everything. Oh, but oh, before she told, okay. and then later that night as they're getting ready, she calls the the three other like main women on the show who have been like targets: Whitney, Lisa, Meredith. And basically, like, a fucking uh, mob boss or something, like, on the beach reveals that they've been that Monica uh, lied to yeah. by, the, by, by Monica this whole time. And she's been behind Reality Vantees, who they all knew because of what has been happening with their lives. And their reactions are hilarious. Like, the, meme, the memes are great, too, but... Just the reactions are so overdramatic, especially because they're all insane women to begin with. And then this on top of it. Um, but then she basically, and, Heather and tells the them. Out. And the, right. Heather and then it feels like you're face. watching traitors or something because yeah. then she tells them, like, don't say anything. I'm going to reveal it. Like, I'm going to question Monica at dinner tonight. So then it felt like a succession episode because then it was all about who has more power from information of information at the table, you know, traitors, whatever. And then they finally say something to Monica and Monica like doesn't deny it for a (laughs) split second. She is denying it. And then it's very clear once Heather's like, I mean, from receipts, proof. Timeline. <laughs> so from what will go down in Bravo history as like an all-time, all-star call out. Yeah. Then Monica realizes like, well, uh, you know, let me get real here. And yeah. I mean, she I was good. part of a ring. <laughs> I mean, I was hard to her body language did not shift. Like that was eerie. That was very um like a uh, psychopathic. And then, yeah, I mean, she, but she's also, there's so many perceptions and like, I still don't know where I fully lie, but like, obviously in her mind, she was like a warrior and she was just, she was doing this all for justice of those elderly people that got I'm so in support of this. I feel like it was unfortunate that the other women were collateral damage, but I don't think enough people are acknowledging how psychopathic narcissistic sociopathic Jen Shaw is I know that we are well that's why there's that meme of like why they're the women are freaking out to a dramatic sense where like we've never seen this when they found out that their own friend was committing fraud (laughs) and like that's the thing like this this whole production that Heather made it's great but then you have to remind yourself wait but she was defending a criminal for years and and that's a big part of it too because halfway through heather's argument for me she shifts from being angry to monica to then just projecting all the guilt and shame she feels for supporting jen the entire time jen was guilty and she thought heather thought she was being a good friend and that's all she can do in these situations that goes back to heather's just obsession with being a quote-unquote good mormon yeah and so heather's still working through all of this and will be for the rest of her life to leave the mormon church but what makes heather a good girl versus a bad girl 
And so it's her loyalty. Yeah. But it's just crazy that also like Monica was out here having all of us think that Meredith actually was the one sending that was crazy. That was crazy. Oh, and then not to mention side, like side piece evidence B or C at this point, Heather then quietly just kind of throws out the fact that Jen Shaw was the one who gave her the black eye. So she's actually her physical abuser. And then she's like, coming to terms that she's defended her abuser for years without being rewarded for anything besides the I, fact like looking like an idiot yeah it was oh my god dude yeah okay it so was sorry. crazy that was the sidetrack and then wait what was the point that you no there made? was a million sidetracks that's the thing it was like so many things were being revealed and also just like perceptions reality Everything changed. Yeah, but and then what you were saying about, um, oh shoot, I just, Meredith. Yeah, Meredith. Oh, because then we went back because we hadn't watched the Watch What Happens Live from a week earlier. Right. So then we watched that after, and that was even with Meredith. So more bananas to watch, knowing the truth, and Michelle had to remind and knowing me that, that we knew- and knowing that the two of them already know the truth and how they're answering, and the fact that Meredith was. I now like okay, whatever pill she's on, they're very like give us it's clearly having an effect on her. But at the end of the day, like she is handling this the most classy way I've ever seen a housewife handle it. I don't think Meredith she was right this been, whole time. I don't think Meredith's ever shown a show us a moment where Meredith is not full class. I mean, the rumors like I mean her that was still wasted. kind of classy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I guess. But it's just like the attack on the character and yes. for her to just be like, listen, I know my truth. I know that this is the truth. I don't need to be yeah. screaming it from the rooftops. I wish I could do that. And Michelle's referring to <laughs> accusations between Monica and Meredith of like kind of who started it first where Meredith was like, Monica, you told like, Monica was saying, Meredith, you told me to check my DMs. I don't like care about my DMs. Like, but you clearly told me to check the DMs because you were the one running the account and then sliding the information into my DMs and wanted to make sure I saw it. And Meredith was like, I have no idea what you're even talking about. Like, that is crazy business. When in actuality, the whole time, it's been Monica slipping into her own DMs. Yeah, she's made fake accounts. Like, she's yeah. basically a catfish. Like, we've seen in this classic before where there is a, a ring of people who handle an account and so none of them feel like they really have own like take true ownership because they were playing a part they weren't the main i mean isn't that like rico at this point like yeah it's basically (laughs) a rico charge on (laughs) it's just nuts Um, but it'll be really interesting because yeah i mean we've never had a troll then become a housewife and we're gonna see obviously next week um the reunion and it'll be very interesting a the questions andy asks and how much he puts her and then her i mean monica's ass to the fire and like people keep saying like this has to be a one or done she can't be coming back no one's gonna want to film with her which is such an insane statement but for her we've said that before yeah when, like, yeah i mean monica we had monique people beat down candace and she came back what would you rather see a new season of them like 
trauma bonding over this and like trying to pull themselves together or a new season of reintroducing Monica to quote unquote rebuild friendships because she really does care about them. That's what we're all here. I'd to rather watch. see Monica come back than Whitney. I'm over Whitney. Oh, I mean, there's well, there's nothing going on with Whitney. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. The other thing I forgot we also watched last week. I mean, because it has been the new year is we watched our boys, Andy and Ander- Anderson. <laughs> I, can't I almost speak. like you had a hiccup. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, and how incredible they were. I thought that was the funniest year yet, but I already came into the evening under the influence so hard. <laughs> I had three Manhattans at this bar and then was like, I'm walking home. Thank you. I'm responsible. I walked to and from. And I was like, I am bl- blasted walking home right now. Obviously, I knew the third one was going to be a problem for me. Yeah. I was like, when was the last it. time I got a good bar? No, exactly. And exactly. was like walking around literally right now today at this moment. Um, but yeah, and then well, I rewatched. I mean, I didn't rewatch, but I the DVR'd the, I DVR'd it, and then came when I came home. I just watched from where it was left, and then watched the beginning in the morning. So I was cold, stone cold sober, and I thought it was hilarious. Did you think it was one of their funniest years yet? For sure. I mean, the fact that they were drinking definitely makes an impact, and just. You know that they had the best guests. Obviously, we like you know we had Matt and Bowen, Andy Cohen at John Mayer, nine a nine p.m. Maybe around nine p.m. Calling Anderson Cooper a pass around bottom <laughs> on CNN. Also, at one point they were like talking about ass up or something like yeah. that. Yeah, there was a lot happening during that segment. It was, that I was so like, good. Can this be a whole hour? Yeah. Next year? <laughs> I was like, get. We need all four to host for four hours every year. Like, but even Anderson, there was then there was a the line that Anderson was like, "I've never felt less gay in a room," yeah. and he never thought he would feel that way before. Even Charlie was cracking up at that line. It was so good. Matt Rogers was dying. I mean, everything was so good. I just need all four of them to be spending all their days together and, and filming three- it. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a live feed into their like live feed? Oh Big God. Brother Sal. John Mayer at a cat cafe in Japan at what? Like four? <laughs> it was like four. It was like 2 p.m. for him the next day. Like, yeah. And, it was, and then there was that guy sitting behind everywhere. him. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, my God. It was, I, I was like, what are you doing? Every John? segment, poor Don Lemon, RIP. <laughs> we know you're still alive. But like cut from CNN. No Don Lemon getting wasted and getting his ear pierced. Every cut to segment was a disaster in any other city. It's so good. Oh, that U.S. lady every oh, year. Oh, he did such a good job. What a trash heap that was. And yeah. then those two women who were pretending to be gay for a second. I was like, okay, girls. You're not Anderson same. and Andy. Like, get out of here. It doesn't work that way with us. <laughs> it was so great. Yeah, I was like, honestly, CNN, just talk to us because you know, we'll tell you which segments you need. Oh, it was so funny. It's so funny that it's on CNN too. Like that's just kind yeah. of scary. But dude, <laughs> I know it tries to give it more legitimacy. Oh, but there's so none. Good. It's so disappointing that it's only once a year and that we like can't lock the 
I mean, please lock them down for like a 20 year contract. Like I need this to be the rest of my life. (laughs) If not, they need to be inviting you. Honestly, like, you know, they're not going to do it forever, but it's all I want to watch. No, I agree. It's And we got to go to AC live. Yeah, we did. Oh my God. That was forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. eons ago um anything else you're watching well i watched the netflix show netflix miniseries that was obviously like not on netflix and like maybe it came to netflix uk but i feel like maybe it also aired on something else but it's very clearly oh. the uk show of uh fool me once starring michelle keegan who's a tv darling over there she's already had a few hits and like maybe won some tv baftas for them uh i this is my first viewing a michelle keegan i had heard a lot of hype and she delivers hard Mm. like she was really really great what disappoints me even further is that she's married to mark wright who's one of the original the only way is essex cast members Uh, and he is an ultimate fuck boy and he thought he was so good for the show and he was such a piece of shit to his girlfriend that he was with from like the age of like 13 to like 25 and he was so awful to her and he just slept with every single other woman on the show and told everybody that they were Lauren and he were on a break and then he would be running back to Lauren. And it was awful to watch. He then left the UK and went over to came to America, Eddie Murphy style, and worked <laughs> at Entertainment Tonight with Mario Lopez because he got into entertainment reporting, quote unquote. He's a very good-looking boy, but I absolutely hate this man more than, <laughs> like, on par with Anthony Anderson and Terrence Howard. Honestly, Terrence Howard, like, might be third place at this point. Wow. Remember when he was our number one enemy? Oh, because he's just, like, been silenced for a while because he, you know, like, got kicked <laughs> out. So, like, just because we haven't had exposure to him in a while is because, like, made him Yeah, it's why you tolerable. can yeah. deal with him right now. So, but, like, so it's been always very confusing to me, like, why Michelle Keegan, like, really, it feels like she settled so hardcore. Um, That's unfortunate. Yeah, it really is. But I what I love this show. It was a great little eight-episode um, whodunit of her husband's murdered. He, and then we kind of, within the first few minutes, you're totally, like, pulled into his rich family, and his mom is... Not Jennifer Saunders from Abfab, but the other one and that's so disrespectful respectful of me to say about her. <laughs> because I don't maybe it'll come to me. Oh, bummer. Yeah, Jennifer Saunders. Okay. I mean I have a computer literally in front of me. But um a fantastic cast and and one you you know, when you think you're zigging, you're zagging. Well written, very exciting. Um, you're you are interested in everybody's backstory and lives within the first episode, so highly recommend. Um, and then I also watched because it might still be the number one movie on Netflix right now because it was yesterday, but Equalizer <laughs> came out on Netflix, and I gotta say, Denzel, I haven't watched. I tried to watch Equalizer one. I didn't care for it within like the first twenty minutes, so I turned it off. Equalizer 2, I learned, has Pedro Pascal in it, but it literally has, like, a 55, like, it has a 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I was like, I don't have the patience for this, even though it is Pedro. And then Equalizer 3 has nothing to do with the first, the other two ones, really, for the most part, thankfully. And this, it was filmed in Italy, and the other two were filmed in Boston, and and they were filmed in Chelsea, for the most part. So it's, like, not pretty. 
And right. this one's in Italy. And so it's really gorgeous and it's super interesting. But Dakota Fanning is in this one. And they hadn't worked together in like 15 years when he played her bodyguard in a really underrated movie um, that we came out in college. It was like one of the movies, like I think like DJ and I watched together. We were like, <laughs> really great. But I honestly got to say, I think that Dakota Fanning and Tim are two of the, like, they are some of the best scene partners. Like, you, I want to watch more of them just together. Well, both of them are great actors. Yeah, but you're like, oh, I would never, like, the, you know, you're kind of stereotyping the opposite of, like, how well are they going to mishmash together. But it was Man on Fire in 2004. Oh, right. I do remember when that came out. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nearly 20 years ago was the last time they worked together. So she's a kid and now she's a grown ass woman. And it was really fun. But every scene that they, they don't have a lot of scenes together. Yeah. I was like, honestly, put them on a play on Broadway. That shit would be dope as hell. I love the fanning. Like, yeah. Love the They're such good actresses. Love the Washingtons. Oh my god. Yeah. You're gonna give us yeah. John David now too. Thank you. Yeah. Girl. Seriously. Ugh. So, well, yeah. I'll tell you a movie I saw that was not good, <laughs> and I should have known because it said it wasn't good. So <laughs> 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 we saw we watched Fool's Paradise, the Charlie Day. I think his, he produced it. He wrote directorial it. Directorial debut. Charlie Day. Did he? Did he write it also? Yeah, I, th- I want to say he's the trifecta on that guy. He's the... Or the... Yeah, because, yeah, director, screenplay, yep. Because at first Charlie was like, oh, I mean, everyone make- picks duds. Like, we can't blame it on Charlie. And I'm like, no, he wrote it and directed it. Yeah, but if Charlie's going <laughs> to give us a hit after a hit and give us no, exactly years of some of the greatest... He's a- and he's allowed to... Do you know you do one for them, you do one for you. Like in, uh, <laughs> what was that in Entourage? Yeah, well, it's also like a quote from Matt Damon too. Like I do one for the um, studio, and I do one like the stu- you do one for the studio, you do one for yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this was definitely one for himself because, but like, it does have a lot the of cast great actors. Stacked. Like it's kind of like, how did he convince all of them to do it? He's did a he good even... boy, right? He's yeah, he's a nice little because it has. Kate Beckinsale, Adrian Brody, John Malkovich, Jason Sudeikis, Ken, Ken John, Jillian Bell. Ken John. And then you have like some cameos from, you know, uh, people from Always Sunny, which is always fun. Edie Falco, Common. I mean, it definitely had a, a stacked cast, but uh, he basically plays a mental patient who they're not sure what to do with what to do with and how he got to his current situation which is he's has the brain of a five-year-old but also can't speak is mute so well he's not mute they said he can speak for the like basically it's uh when is he gonna finally say something and he says something at one point in the movie and then yeah whatever he, he so, described it as a, like he a mute but a mute now in that terms is like a traumatic mute like nobody they yeah. now it's no longer like oh you don't have the ability to speak because that's not a diagnosis of anything yeah it was like he's so uh, the assumption is like 
because we don't know anything about him and he we open it up with him in a mental institution being released it was also commentary on what our state of like mental health and like mental well and also once you see what happens he like basically gets mistaken to look exactly like this other actor who he then takes the role but then he's not speaking so it's like a a laugh on you don't even need to speak to be famous in a movie they're all just taking advantage of you you're you know some and then it's like he's then you know becomes the biggest thing ever and but he still never says anything and and keeps wanting more the concept is there, but like it wasn't executed well, and so that's why it got a two point eight <laughs> out of five and an eighteen percent. Oh damn! Eighteen percent. Yeah. yeah, it was damn. bad. Charlie was like, "Oh, maybe you know." You're Charlie, not Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Charlie <laughs> was like, you know, you can't always, you know, use the the reviews. And I also picked. The I'm movie with him last on that. Time. Too. Yeah, yeah, but then it's, so it's really fine, but it was rough. It You're was like a rough one. You can trust the reviews, even though I didn't want to like the public. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why oh, you just okay. Facts. Well, so don't so literally when you text. Don't me that, watch it. I was like, because I was like, I know there's something in the back of my mind that I'm supposed to be like checking out, and I don't know what it is, and so I was just like mindlessly scrolling, and I was like, I guess I'll watch Equalizer three, and then you were like, Oh, we're watching Fool's Paradise, like woof. And I was like, oh, that was the one that was in the back of my mind. But now you yeah. see the trouble. I think it was Hulu that it was on. Don't bother. Okay. We were debating between that and Quiz Lady, the one with Aquafina and Sandra O, oh, which actually did get good reviews. Yeah. But because last time I picked the movie, I was like, you can choose between. Because There's your compromise. Look at you, girl. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> Can't have all the control as much as I want it. all right well we have the golden globes tonight i know oh my gosh i might so much to look forward to i don't think i'm gonna do red carpet watching because i feel i don't think there is any okay i heard that like he wasn't even doing it oh shit which is pretty bad so that's where we're at but i mean you'll (laughs) see it that you know Getty Images, all of them just post the pictures anyway. You don't even need to watch the Well, conference. my girl, Arlaria Urbanati is going to be there. Yogan, James Marsden, and Ben Schwartz's personal, uh, you know. She well, has so many names. So I just Rumor her. is Barry Keoghan is now <laughs> That's racist. With That's so racist what you just did to me. Sabrina Carpenter. No, he's married with a baby. Nope. The story is that he broke up with her and He's bringing her to the Golden Globes, so wow. keep your eyes. We'll see. Too. We'll see. That's fucking nuts. RS, because he's also a or like he's a no. I know he was kid, foster. Like, yep. Yeah, not orphan, there, but given up. There's been stuff going on the last week or so about Barry. Him. Yeah, maybe pulling a Jerry Jeremy Allen White situation. <sighs> oh God, we don't, we don't love to see it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, on that note, brings that child. <laughs> he and I will have a conversation later. Yeah. Well, until <laughs> next time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>